Welcome, everyone, to today's study. We're going to be reading the book of Hebrews, so please get your Bible out and check out Hebrews chapter 10. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your great love, Lord. Thank you for your concern with human beings. Thank you that, Lord, you sent your Son, Jesus, to be with us and to show us the way to heaven. We thank you that he's given us life, eternal life, so we are called your children. So bless us today as we read your word, Lord God. We invite your presence, Holy Spirit. We invite you to be with us this day and to instruct us and teach us and keep us on the beam, Lord. Keep us in tune with God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for it's been a while we've gotten together for a yes. Bible study. We've been busy with your parents. I've been busy with the community. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and start Hebrews 10. Here we go. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped, for the worshipers would have been purified once and for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. That interesting. Huh? Mm-hmm. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year, for it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why when Christ came into the world, he said to God, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. You were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written about me in the Scriptures. First Christ said, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they are required by the law of Moses. Then he said, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. Isn't that awesome? Wow. For God's will for us to be made holy by the sacrifices of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Under the old covenant, the priests stand and minister before the altar day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which could never take away sins. But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humble and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is for, he says, this is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. 
I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and stop and comment right there because that is a lot. You know, right away it focuses on not having shame or remorse through the body of Jesus Christ, through the blood of the Son of God. Their feelings of guilt will have disappeared. And usually you see an individual about 20 years old, 21, 22, 23, their sins have caught up to them and they start to panic. You know, nothing seems to work. They get, uh, they either turn to drugs, alcohol or something else or, or are able to maintain with college and other curriculums. And you see them that they, they start looking for things to solve. I started looking for programs, any kind of program, exercise program to relieve my guilt feelings. And and it got so worse because I turned to alcohol and working that uh, you become paranoid after a while. You know, all your confidence leaves you, all your hope and stuff, especially with the alcohol and and, and smoking those funny cigarettes and stuff. and And you become... You cry out to God, and finally God answers you and starts bringing you back on the on the area where it says right here, for by the one offering he made perfect those who are being made holy. So we, the people of God, are still being made holy. Where are you at? I'm at a 14. Okay. I'm there, yeah. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. So, <clears throat> he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. Isn't that interesting? We're being sanctified. As we go. As we're being transformed, are we, been, are we are being renewed. Okay. Where we sin, or where I sin, is bringing back the condemnation. Yes. The Holy yes. Spirit says, I, I remember yeah. their sins and lawless these no, no more. more. Yes. And a very I, good point right there you're bringing up. Okay, go ahead. The, um, the reason is that, that that, you know, when you look at the condemnation, you hang on to it for years. You made a mistake. You got a divorce. You You lost your house because you were on drugs. I don't know what the situation is, but whatever problems cause you shame and condemnation, um, guilt there, you know, that's like a root inside of you that can, you know, cause your body to get sick and you don't want that. You want to be free the way Jesus said, he said, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Right? So what does that mean? That means joy, joy, peace, his love. You receive his love by faith. You just, every day you just say, this is mine. Jesus did this this for me. I reject those thoughts that are coming through. And those thoughts are coming through the enemy. They're not coming from Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people think that, I think in the book of John, it says that the Holy Spirit's going to be sent so that he can get, convict and judge us. He comes to convict the world and judge the world of their lack of belief. You're a believer already. You already believe. So you, you know, you've already been made righteousness because it says that, um, you know, that we're holy and that, that, um, 
um, that we're holding in the one part where it says that uh, he'll remember our sins no more. Okay, so so one of the things I learned a few years ago was just like those thoughts are going to creep in. Oh, it's going to re- come to remembrance all of a sudden from left field. Oh, I did that. Oh, you know, and then you say, thank you, Jesus, that that was covered by your blood already. I praise you for that. Gives you an opportunity to praise him instead of sulking or drinking it. Say, well, I got to drink because I did that. Okay. So, you know, the scripture says there is now therefore no condemnation when you're in Christ Jesus. Right? I think it says that in the book of Romans. I want to say Romans 12 or so. Okay. So Romans 5. Okay. So there is, there is no condemnation when you're in Christ Okay, so you believe in Jesus. You know, that doesn't mean you go out and continue what you're doing. That just means don't condemn yourself and say it's, you know, it's not okay to go out there and sin. When you're under Jesus, you're not, you don't have a desire to keep sinning the way you used to before you were saved. So, um, so I think that's a real good point. And I just wanted to add this condemnation. Okay, so one of the things, if you have a challenge with um, these, the enemy attacks your mind. Guess what? The Bible says, the scripture's true. It says, you have the mind of Christ, right? So you just start speaking the word of God over this. Doesn't matter what the devil comes in and tries to persuade you or convince you that, yeah, that sin was so bad, it'll never be forgiven. If you believe in Jesus, all your sins are forgiven. And it says that God will remember them no more. And no more means no more. So stop bringing it up, take out the trash, and be done with it. Today's a new day. Amen. Let me go ahead and read it in another translation, the Passion Translation. I'll just read on 15. The Holy Spirit confirms this to us by this scripture. For the Lord says, Afterwards, I will give them this covenant. I will embed my laws into their hearts and fasten my words to their thoughts. In other words, the Holy Spirit is in us and he's talking to us and he's giving us, he's our advocate, he's our attorney, he's our helper. So he's reminding us what the word of God says. Mm -hmm. That's why it's crucial that we do these Bible studies and listen where we're at, you know. And then he says, I will not ever again remember their sins and lawless deeds. So if our sins have been forgiven and forgotten, why would we ever need to offer another sacrifice for sin? And then that goes to asking God to forgive you over and over again or repent for salvation over and over like I did 14 times. I don't feel it. You know, I had a hard time, you know, and I heard a lot of other pastors and people have a hard time. They just continually go to the altar. And there's churches built in, on that principle that everybody repents on Sunday, and they cry out, and they uh, repent, and they continue to wallow and wail for their sins. That's been forgiven. That's already been forgiven in the yeah. Word of God. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless you make me feel guilty on the podium that I don't feel like, I have had church. That's some of the mentalities that I've yeah. seen. But you know, that raises a good point in that um, the, um, I, the condemnation, 
See, now now it becomes a bigger issue if you look at it this way. You keep you keep visiting that problem over and over. And it's 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 like you want to re you're gonna do your own repentance on your own by wallowing and keep keep saying you're a bad person, you're this and you're that. But at the end of the day, now you're saying, well, Jesus, you know what? You really didn't do the work, right? You really didn't do the work. So that's, to me, more dishonorable to, you know, be in that state of condemnation, condemning yourself, not believing the work. Because what did you just read here, Fernando? You read here, once and for all, he did the work. Because the blood, the, the blood of bulls and goats couldn't do it. No matter how many times they came in there with the blood, sacrificing day in, day out, tiring. Ah, yeah, yeah, I got to kill another blameless um, animal. Okay. And now what we have is, is clear here. If you read the word, it says, um, For God's will was us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Okay. It's done. That to me, when I read that, you know, the old, the old, under the law, we could never meet the expectations of being able to be free and, 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 and righteous. Um, but under the new way, there's, because the scripture, there's a new and better way, and that's Jesus, what he did, the work. He canceled the old covenant. And now, you know, God's will is for us to be, you know, for Jesus to do the work. He'll take all the judgment that and all the condemnation, everything, all the shame that we ever, all our sins were were put upon him. And he was obedient to to do that at the cross and die for us. So um, it says here again, it repeats it. But our high priest offered himself to God, and I'm on number 12, as a single sacrifice for sins. It says good for all time. Okay. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And there he waits for his enemies to be humbled and made a footstool under his feet. Um, but I want to go back to this part up here. Our high priest offered himself and he's our intercessor, like you said earlier. He's our advocate. He's our lawyer. You know, when the enemy comes in and tries to, to bombard you with accusations, you know, you got a lawyer. His name is Jesus. Jesus said once and for all. And that, I mean, to me, that's, that's, a, that's a great thing to stand on. It just is. So there is hope and mercy if you, meaning that you're worried and you keep repenting, you keep, mm-hmm. uh, that means that you are saved and, you're, and you just want to, the purified process. But the purified process for me is reading the word of God. Yes. Reading the Gospels, yes. reading all the yes. what Paul wrote, writing it down, taking your hour each day, that will permeate your confidence in God's Word and faith will grow. That's all there is, is you don't have enough, putting enough Word mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. system and relying on some uh, old sermon. You gotta, did you eat yesterday? No, are you going to eat today? We have to eat every day. Yes. But going back to uh, verse 14, in the Passion Translation, it says, And by his one perfect sacrifice, he made us perfectly holy and complete for all time. Even though 
we, through our experience, didn't experience complete lens of perfect holiness for all time. We still felt guilty, you know, even though we were born again. We were shedding off the old self and getting the and getting the the new spirit to take control of the body. The body was lazy, doesn't want to read, wants to sin, wants to. So we have to be transformed, like Apostle Paul wrote, into the renewing of our mind, mm-hmm. you know, to comply with what the Holy Spirit is talking to us. So what's the best way to do? Is put on the music, praising Jesus, thanking Him, Holy Spirit, that we're complete. We start acting by faith with our actions. And our actions symbolize where we're going to go, how we're going to believe. And it, it will come, the peace will come to us in this body that God has given us. For his word will sustain us wholly. Amen. Yeah, I just want to say, we're not saying don't repent. Because it's good to repent when you make a mistake. Because we're going to miss the mark. You know, you just you know, just cover that with the blood. Thank you, Father. I, I realized I missed the mark. Uh, Instruct me in, in in these things, which way to go with your wisdom. And thank you that Jesus already took care of this at the cross. You know, you just acknowledge the work that Jesus did quickly and repent and move on. You you don't you know, have a repentant heart. It's good to it's good to repent when you make a yeah, mistake. Fall off, yeah. Fall off I the mean, wagon, we get mad and drive, yeah, driving the car yeah. saying the wrong thing. Right. And uh, one of the things we learned to say is, you know. I thank God I did that. I know it sounds harsh and everything, but we're going to experience God's forgiveness over the situation. It's actually a prayer. Thank you, God, I got mad. Thank you, God, I flew off a handle. And what happens? It's just a quick prayer to, to get realigned with God, you know. Instead of saying, oh, forgive me, I'm such a bad person. Yeah. Well, I did it again. Yeah. You say, Thank you, God, I did that. Nah, Dad, sorry I did that. Let's yeah. move on. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. Now I experience your grace and your mercy. Yeah. And you will experience grace and mercy. Enjoy and not condemn yourself. Yeah, right? you know, I always just say, thank you, thank you, Father, for my actions. I thank you, for, you know, the action, for my actions. I take responsibility that I didn't act the way he would expect me to show Jesus on the outside and on the inside. Okay, and now we're moving on to Hebrews 10, chapter 18 to 39. And when sins have been forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for God. Can be for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, 
especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. There is only the terrible expectation of God's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies. For anyone who refused to obey the law of Moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and have treated the blood of the covenant which made us holy as if it were common and unholy and have insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God's mercy to us. For we know the one who said, I will take revenge, I will pay back. He also said, the Lord will judge his own people. It's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Think back on those early days when you first learned about Christ. Remember how you remained faithful even though it meant terrible suffering. Sometimes you were exposed to public ridicule and were beaten, and sometimes you helped others who were suffering the same things. You suffered along with those who were thrown into jail. And when all you owned was taken from you, you accepted it with joy. You knew there were better things waiting for you that will last forever. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patience, endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. For in just a little while, the coming one will come and not delay. And my righteous ones will live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are faithful ones whose souls will be saved. Amen. Well, verse verse 23, where it says, Let us go right into the presence, 22, mm-hmm. of yes. God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilt conscience have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. There it is again. And our bodies have been washed with pure water, the word of God. Mm. Let us hold tightly to a scripture without wavering Uh to the hope we affirm that God can be trusted to keep his promise, to keep his word. So we go into his presence, you know, say, Lord, your word says that, you know, you have washed me and cleansed me by the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that you will provide all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And one of the, the the main need was taking away the sin, the guilt, to make peace with God. Amen. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to act of love and good works, 24. And let us not neglect our meeting together as Bible studies, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Amen and amen. Praise God. There's a lot in here, but my focus was, is the theme, the subject is taking away the guilt. 
okay? And we're not going to talk about those guys that completely leave the kingdom of God. You know, we are the ones that are staying and believing and loving and praying for this others to come into the kingdom of God and staying strong together that we believe in the impossible, that all things are possible with God, that those family members can stop Amen. their guilt and their reoccurring drinking and brawling, that they will receive the grace of God and that their sins will take place. We have seen a lot of family members come into church, sincerely repent, start following Christ, and then when they the family settles back down again, they get back to their old ways. They're drinking and not going to church or reading the Bible and just uh, living uh, for themselves. So we're praying for them, that they will come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ and that the Lord will handle them with gloves and fix them up to, be, to seek Him and to know Him with all their hearts and minds in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Any more? Um, yeah, I just I really like, um, in fact, I, the Lord gave me this particular scripture not too long ago uh, in 35. It says, so do not throw away this confidence. Trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that is promised. So I like that scripture a lot because there's, you know, many of us often at times will go through a trial or a situation and it could, it could, it could be a long one. It could be a short one, but you know, sometimes we do feel like casting away our confidence. What's the use? What am I doing? Why am I still doing this? Um, you know, when is it going to end? We start feeling that self-pity for ourselves. And so, um, Sometimes your assignment is, is, yeah, it, it, it's, it's time, effort, work, your love, everything that's needed, um, but we keep with it until the assignment's complete um, because it says here, just trust God. We got to trust God and remember there's a reward for enduring, you know, um, and and sometimes when you're in the trial, God is developing you for your next assignment. So you got to be open to to the you know maybe you get tired, maybe you're just weary, but you got to just be open to just hanging on to where God has you and doing it the best you can, because He's He's doing something in you. He's He's training you for your next level assignment, and uh, and there is a reward for that. It brings great reward. Um, and so, and then it develops us so we can keep on doing God's will in our life. And we will receive the promise because we're obedient to what he's telling us to do. And so there's, you know, this is a great, a great scripture. Don't give up. Don't give up no matter what it looks like. It looks, you know, in the natural, it looks hopeless. But you know what? Don't give up. Keep pressing through. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep, keep thanking Jesus. Keep praising him keep worshiping him just keep on keeping on take steps forward when it seems hard but just go just go just keep on doing what god has called you to do and um there's a reward there really is yes amen amen let me just finish off with reading um the study 
in the New Living Translation. It says, the Jewish believers who first read this needed patient endurance. To stand firm in their faith, Jesus predicted that his followers would be severely persecuted by those who hated him, Matthew 10.22. But in the midst of terrible persecution, they could hold on to hope, knowing that salvation was theirs. Life often forks off into two directions, and a path must be chosen. Sometimes following Christ will require that we follow a difficult, treacherous road that will clearly include suffering. The other option, though it may seem easier, will not require us to depend on God, so it will lead us away from God. When you are tempted to falter in your faith or to turn back from following Christ, keep focused on what He has done for you, gratitude list, and what He offers in the future, Romans 8, 12, and 25, Galatians 3, 10, and 13. Because Christ lives in us, we can have the endurance we need. Work hard to depend on God. That way, when hard times come and difficult choices have to be made, you will have a firm habit of faith that you can rely on. Your experience will show that the God you trust is faithful and true. Amen and amen. He offers us in the future good promises and things. And yes, we're here because God has kept his word to us. That's why we're all here listening in. So let's go ahead and pray out with the Lord's Prayer. Magnificent prayer. Thank you so much, everyone. We love you. God bless you. Pray the best for you today. May God's richest and best be yours today. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working.